Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Today we're going to talk to Kieran from EasyRealFood.com about why we should take our kids to the grocery store. I know even reading this title that might stress some of you out or hearing me say that, please don't um, log off, uh, hear us out today. I promise, I think after you listen through, you might feel differently and hopefully see some of the benefits to taking those kiddos to the grocery store with you and including them in your meal prep process. So Kieran is the mom to four kids under 13, so she is clearly a very busy person. She is also an influencer, marketing manager, and holistic health coach. She's had an interest in healthy eating since age 17, but that definition has kind of changed over the years, and we'll hear a little bit about that. Her site, easyrealfood.com, focuses in on real ingredients and helps families ensure they are eating whole, nutritious meals. With a busy household herself, she wants to help others not feel the stress that so many often do when it comes to meal planning and eating healthfully. So let's get chatting with Kieran. Welcome, Kieran, to the Healthy Family Project. We always kick off our conversations, getting to know our guests just a little bit better. So can you tell us the inspiration behind EasyRealFood.com? Sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Um, gosh, the story behind my site is a little bit long, so I'll, I'll share somewhat of the shortened version. Um, you know, I've, I've had an interest in healthy eating since the age of 17, but years before that, I had developed an interest in cooking. My mom had stayed home for the first 11 years of my life. Uh, I have a brother who's two and a half years older than me, so she started staying home when he was born. Um, so basically she was home the whole time with us. And then when I was turning 12, she decided to go back to work. Mm -hmm. So our meals at that time, they were adjusting, um, and you know, uh, we're missing a little bit, um, just as we all got adjusted to the new schedule. But the good news was that I had an interest in, um, cooking and, and saw somewhat of an opportunity. So I pitched this idea to my family that I would cook the meals for the family um, for $3 a meal. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, and they bought it. So, you know, I would start researching recipes and making shopping lists. And so my parents would take me to the grocery store, I would do the shopping, and I made three meals each week and made some money. And it was just, it was a win for the family. So, you know, not all of them were perfect, but it was, it was a, a work in progress. And, um, I self-taught myself basically. And, and I know this is not the norm, but, um, it, it worked for us. So, um, as I grew older, my interest continued. And after college, my now husband and I moved to Charlotte and I shopped and cooked for both of us. Our family grew, we had four kids, and six and a half years ago, I started working with a different food blog, and I was managing their influencer relationships. So um, in that time of working with them, I also, I co-branded four eBooks with healthy school lunch plans um, for the blog, and so we sold those for two weeks out of the year, and basically that was like a, just a blueprint for making healthy lunches right. and recipes and, you know, just holding people's hands, whatever, and just something that I was, you know, passionate about trying to help people just make, make life easier in, in mm -hmm. the healthy eating area, you know, especially when it related to kids. 
um, you know, I love blogging and I wanted to learn more. My, my job had specific skill sets where I didn't feel like I was learning as much as I could. And so I wanted to start my own site. Um, and we had talked about it, felt like when I say we, it was the other blog um, owner and, and myself. We talked about it. it wasn't It wasn't a conflict of interest, and the timing was never it was never right. When is it? Um, but um, in January of 2017, I I started the site. Um, just you know, and decided I'm going to put it out there and see what happens. So my goal was again to just provide a place to offer simple recipes for busy families. Um, I had had four kids in seven years, and Prior to working with the blog, I had started and run a magazine and, you know, like we're all busy and there's so many of us, whatever you're doing, you know, we all want to do well and it's difficult for so many different reasons. So, you know, whether you work in or out of the house, you know, if you're a mom, a dad, a caregiver, um, you've got one, five, you've got 10 kids, like life is busy. It's just sort of the theme. It seems yep. to be getting busier and busier. Yes, it um, does. <laughs> Yeah. And I just, I wanted to see if I can, I can help share any tips and recipes by breaking down the process and offering some meal ideas that were doable and, and relatively easy. Um, personally speaking, three of my six family members have food sensitivities, me being, um, me having the the most, uh, and the others do not have any. So, um, this just added another, another layer to our planning, the one common denominator is that we're all gluten-free. So a lot of my recipes are gluten-free. Um, and, you know, most of them are still pretty easy and, and minimal ingredients. So um, as I mentioned, you know, one of my focuses and a huge passion of mine is educating children on eating better, how to make wise choices, and getting them into the kitchen. You know, as, as I know you already know, um, OBC numbers are on the rise. They're higher than ever. And the one thing that they always say is that, we've got to start cooking at home. And so I think this starts with kids. Like I was lucky enough to have learned some of these things at a younger age, but I think that as parents, we can help get our kids in the kitchen and, and get them involved in the whole process, including grocery shopping to really set them up for the future. And that's, that's the key. I mean, they say, you know, history kind of repeats itself in, in, a, in a roundabout way. So I feel like the more that we can get these kids in the kitchen and get them involved and give them the tools that they need when they go out on their own to be able to cook for themselves or, you know, to pass these things on to their families, these hacks, I guess, if you will, you know, because I don't think that this world is going to get less busy or our kids will be less busy than we are at this point. But if they have the tools to manage all that and they don't have to turn, you know, to the fast food or, you know, constantly being out, eating out of the home, um, then I think that we can create a healthier generation, as we like to say here at Producer Kids. So, um, well, that is amazing. Great inspiration behind everything that you are doing. Um, and just we're so excited to connect with you. And And today we are talking about a specific topic. So getting the kids in the grocery store while also not losing our minds as those parents or caregivers mm-hmm. that are that mm-hmm. are traveling or are taking or making that experience in the grocery store. So it sounds like you you kind of have have some tips for us on this. So we're we're ready to hear. So can you tell us why we should be taking our kids to the grocery store with us and then 
maybe once we're convinced on that, <laughs> we can talk about the different steps to making this happen effectively. Sure. And I really, you know what, I, I hope we don't lose listeners here at this point. Because, no, stay on. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, please stay on because I promise it's doable. Um, I, I know whenever I touch on this topic, I think people think I'm a little bit nuts. But um, I really, I personally, I just, I really like taking my kids to the store. I always have. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of get to that. But there's so many reasons that I find it beneficial to take them. There's just so many learning opportunities. Um one of the big ones is the whole letters and numbers aspect. So, you know, you're, you're taking them to the store. They're being somewhat active, you know, they're, they're walking along with you, which um, at this point I'm looking for any excuse to get the kids out of the house and off of the screen. So that's a a benefit. And we're, you know, we're doing something together, but um, even when they're younger, um, you know, the, the kids, they're, they're seeing numbers, they're seeing letters, and that's what the experts will say, exposing them to these things, exposing them to music and all that. It's, it's being recognized and it's kind of getting into their, into their brains and it's a learning process for them. So once my kids were able to read or recognize the numbers, I would just start asking them, you know, hey, do you see any words that you can read or, you know, can you help me find where would the meat department be? Or do you know, you know, where I would find this can or, you know, something like that. So they're looking around and, and trying to read some of the words, um, you know, look at the the cans or the boxes. And if they're just, again, if they're just beginning to read, you can, you know, can you sound this out? It's a picture of this, you know, what is, what does that look like? It's just trying to incorporate some of those things that they're seeing different things and, and getting some different visuals, um, into their minds. Um, as far as the numbers go, there's so many opportunities for math, um, you know, just seeing the numbers again, but then as they can start adding and, and doing multiplying and all that, you know, which, how much is, how much is a box of this going to be? You know, what if we bought five boxes of them and just trying to throw out some different numbers to them. And, and then of course, as they get older, like my older two are 12 and 14, we'll do price comparisons now, you know, okay, what if, if we're going to buy three of these, like, is it better to buy the larger one or should we buy the smaller one? And, you know, what's, what's the cost per ounce, things like that. You know, it's heck you can, you can get some of their math time checked off. Their math had homework checked off if you're mm-hmm. at the grocery store together. So, and even like little games, like how much do you think we're going to spend at this, in this shopping trip, you know, things like that. Again, just incorporating those numbers and letters, um, back to how much we're going to spend. Um, you know, another point is kind of a, a reality check that food costs money and, you know, there's no money tree going out back of my house and that <laughs> not holding my breath on that one. So, you know, I, I want my kids to understand the value of money and recognize we have buying decisions. You know, we've, we've all got a certain amount to work with. And, you know, if we buy 20 bags of popcorn, we might not be able to get the ground beef, you know, to make some tacos tonight, you know, things like that. Like, right. it's just kind of, you know, getting them to understand that um, it's it's a process and there's some thought behind it. So um, another, another benefit is the people interaction. Um, and I honestly think this is a huge one because it's lost in my, in my mind, it's kind of lost or getting lost in today's society when we communicate so much more digitally Um you know, even just silly things like answering the door or picking up the phone. My kids are, you know, they're somewhat fearful of doing these things because they just don't have to do it so much. So I think getting them out into 
um, into the store and having them interact, having them order, you know, from the deli, if you're ordering something like that, or, you know, asking how much is this, or do you have any asparagus, things like that. And, and then witnessing some of the, your interactions as well. You know, you see, you see a friend and you start talking with them and they have to wait patiently. Like all of these different kind of societal interactions, I think are, are a big benefit to expose them to. Oh, and let me tell you, I never want to wait at the deli counter. So my 12 year old, she is my deli counter person. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And there you go. And it, it saves you time, yes, right? So yes. You, teamwork. Teamwork. That's another one. Um, the whole planning thing. And I know that's, that's a love hate for some people, but, um, or I guess for everybody, you either really like it or you really despise it. But, um, that's another benefit. Um, I like to plan when it comes to the meals and food shopping. Um, you can generally see what's going to be on sale either, you know, through emails and texts and all that kind of stuff. And you can incorporate them into the recipes that you're planning for the week. Um, your kids can be involved in any planning, you know, if they want to maybe pick out a meal for the week or, you know, look through what's on sale and note some of those things down, have them help in creating the shopping list, which is great for those who are writing or, you know, working on handwriting or anything like that. Um, so that's, that's another benefit of course, is incorporating them into the planning. And, and like you said, with the whole deli situation, maybe, maybe one of your kids really likes that. Maybe one of your kids likes to organize and plan lists and all that kind of stuff. And maybe, gosh, maybe they could take some of the work off of your plate. So um, seasonality and um, educating them in this area. I think, you know, while it's not going to happen all the time, that's a pretty great lesson. You know, everything is available. It seems like anymore. I mean, you can get Mm -hmm. get everything in any season, but things are going to be more expensive. Like, why are they more expensive at this time of year? Why are, you know, why are there so many apples in the fall? Or, you know, um, yes. really just go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say that's a big conversation we have at Produce for Kids. And I have constantly with my children, especially my younger daughter. She's a little more selective, as I like to call her. Um, but she, you know, the strawberries is a great example where, she sees the strawberries all year in the grocery store and I have to explain to her, you know, the cost and why, the, you know, the seasonality and the, even the taste, you know, it's better to buy certain things when they are in season. And so that's been a lesson I feel like I've had to, to talk with my kids about. But when I was a child, I, we had, you know, what we had at that time mm-hmm. of year. We didn't have year-round strawberries. You know, there was a time of year we had strawberries and that was it. So definitely that's a good lesson there. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's a little harder, I think, for them to understand because things are always available, but mm-hmm. so important nonetheless. So, um, and then the last reason um, is that it's, um, for me at least, it's kind of a time management thing that um, when I was, I've always worked from home, but still, you know, we, we all have our time situation, things, Mm -hmm. responsibilities and all that. And it just made more sense for me to take them with me when I had them versus to use my sitter or my school time. So, um, you know, it was, it was an activity that we did together and, um, it freed up some of that time to do other things. You know, for me, it was, working from home. But again, like we all have different tasks and things that we're responsible for. So 
this is just one of them. I think it can fall in, in either category. You, you truly like, you can do it. You can do it on your own time if you want, if that's what you prefer. But I really feel like the benefits that they can get and you guys can get together really outweigh, um, the other. And that's why I'd like to take them along with me. Wonderful. Well, and I do think too, that, you know, taking them, and I guess we'll get into this a little bit in my next question, but taking them from a younger age, even though, you know, sometimes it, it, could be painful or you have the tantrums, you know, in those toddler years going into, into the, you know, four and five year olds. But I feel like once they get it, like they're going to get it, you know, once they start getting kind of acclimated, all right, this is what we do. This is where we are. So it's just one of those things, like so many things in life, I feel like can be, could be difficult to start out, but you, you just prepare yourself for that and know that the benefits in the long run are going to be so much more, you know, than if you don't do it at all. So, so good stuff there. Um, All right. So you have four kids. Um, Did you start taking all of, well, I guess all of them to the store with you at a young age, or did you wait till they were kind of out of a non-tantrum, which I'm coming to find out that maybe there's really not a non-tantrum age. (laughs) Right, right. Seriously. Gosh, I feel like my one, my one child, I said she had the terrible twos to fives. So yeah, I I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I started, I started with my first child. I, um, you know, like I said, I was working from home and, and I didn't have a lot of childcare and she, you know, she eventually did go to preschool, but then my, my work time was so limited. So I just was like, Hey, you know, I'm going to take her. I would put her in the baby Bjorn and just take her along as she grew a little bit older. I would put her in the cart and push her and she loved it. Um, so that, that was good. And then, um, I had my second a little over two years later. And so, you know, as as soon as my eldest could walk, she would get the little cart and we would put little things in her, in her cart. Um, we've definitely had over the years, we've definitely, we've had those tantrums, like you said, um, we've had, the tired and cranky babies and, you know, definitely had to raise my voice once or twice. And, um, but like you said, I just pursued and we did come out to the other side and it, it wasn't as painful as one might think really. Um, it, it really was just a few things here and there, but, um, I'm glad that I'm glad that we pursued. Yes, I agree. Both of mine, um, we try to do one big shopping trip each week. We, you know, look at our lists and and find out what we want to eat for the week. And and it's it's been really good. I feel like just like you said, looking at things, reading things, being present, noticing signs, noticing pricing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I feel like the same as you. While we had some, you know, <laughs> some some tough times there in the beginning, I feel like it's definitely worth it. So. Um, all right. So talking about um, preparing, food prepping, we talk a lot. People seem to be really interested in the meal planning um, arena these days, which I think is awesome because if we can all do a little more meal prepping and, and planning, I think that our weekdays will be a lot less stressful for our mm-hmm. families. So how do you go about involving your kids in preparing for that weekly grocery shopping trip? Sure. Um, you know, I don't always do it, but I like to have them pick out a recipe for the week. So whether it's something that they're going to make, which is, is the ideal or it's something that, that I'm going to make, you know, involve them, like you said, it, whether it's, um, you know, going through cookbooks or, um, different sites or, 
you know, going to Pinterest, looking for different recipes, incorporating them in, in finding that and then writing down those ingredients. So, you know, you can have them write that on a separate sheet of paper if you want and make that kind of their thing and have them take ownership of it, um, which I, I do find that kids like to uh, to do or, you know, just incorporate into your, your regular list. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about that is if they're going to make a meal, that, again, takes one thing off of my plate. Um, but regardless, it's if they're suggesting it, then hopefully, you know, we're going to have no complaints on that one for sure. So, um, you know, incorporating them into the planning in that aspect for my younger two, um, they are seven and 10. I like to have them make a list while I read it out to them. So especially my, my seven year old working on the list and his spelling and all that. And my 10 year old definitely needs some, some work on her handwriting. So they'll make the list kind of look at it and then I have them organize it into the order of the grocery store. That's just, that's kind of how I make my list. And I feel like this whole process just incorporates the initial rough draft and looking at what you did and then, and then coming up with a nice clean copy. Now, Um, so this is, it's funny that you say this because yesterday my seven-year-old looked at my list and said, why is it organ? Why are there space as I was writing it? She said, why are there spaces? And I said, because I organized the list in the order of the grocery store. Cause I was, giving, oh, I love it. I was giving it to my husband to go. So I was, you know, doing him that favor, but I do it for uh-huh. myself too. But she just kind of stared at me like, really? <laughs> and I thought, I wonder if I'm the only person that does this, but I'm glad to hear oh, I am funny. not. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Cause I know I've seen other lists that are organized in, in terms of like, produce and meat and dairy I'm like no 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 my mind works in the order of the grocery yes. store uh-huh. so yeah <laughs> so that's funny um you know I I don't I don't I don't know if you coupon at all I don't generally myself um I feel like a lot of the kind of real foods if you will that the produce and that kind of stuff they're not generally you know going to have coupons right. with them but you know we can still check the recent emails to see what's on sale and you know working them into the plan and and that kind of thing so the kids can help with that um i think if you are a couponer that's a huge area where your kids can help they can cut out the coupons for you which is great for the their fine motor skills and then maybe have them bring them to you and you guys look together you know hey does this is this a smart buying decision you know how much are we going to save with this and you know we're we really going to use it and and all that. Um, so and I, gosh, again, like I, I don't know firsthand, but I know so many stories of people who have done so well couponing. So if that's something there's, you do, there's, you know. um, a site, like there's so many, like, re- I don't know what you call them rewards, but you get money back from these different yes. apps. So I, there's one that we use that I have my daughter, I'll say, uh, my 12 year old, I'll say, Hey, can you take a look at the app? And just scroll through and check in on the produce and like the areas of, you know, dairy or whatever we might have that we buy often. And she'll go through it. And I have found that whereas I have been asking just because maybe I'm driving and, and, you know, I know she's going to be looking at her phone anyway. So I say, here, look at mine and, <laughs> and do something productive. But that has been a really good way. Like I crossed that off my list and we've saved a little bit of money too. So, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, that, that is one area where I'm kind of struggling in, um, and, or just not, honestly, just not doing it. I even have, Whole Foods has a pretty decent app and I, um, there's one pretty close to us and I know they have their sales every week and I, I need to look to that a little bit more just to see. 
So um, definitely, definitely an area to have your kids help out with. Like you said, they're on the screens anyway, so they can right. help <laughs> um, do that. So um, and then, you know, just asking them as far as, you know, what else to do to prepare them, you know, asking them, is there something do you have a request or anything like that? And I'm, I'm personally 90, I'm a 90, 10 girl myself, but for my kids, I'm, I'm 80, 20 with them. You know, I just, I believe in being realistic and right. letting some fun in and yeah, oh, yeah. You know, everything in moderation. Yeah. So if they've got requests and they're generally very reasonable, then we'll add those in to the list. But again, just kind of thinking ahead before we get to the store. So they're not all flying at you at the same time. Yes. So that that's uh, actually a good segue to my next question. So sometimes when I go to the store with my kids, I feel like they turn into these ninjas that add things that I, I will get to the checkout. And there's just there's things that are going by that I'm thinking I never put that in here. And they're going, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, I showed that to you. Yeah, that yeah, we're getting it. So how do you stay on on task? My girls actually use this with me in other shopping <laughs> um, adventures that we, we go on mostly, you know, at the mall or whatever, they'll say, mom, stay on task. You came in here for, you know, a white shirt or whatever, and you're over here looking at shoes. But so how do you stay on task when you're, when you're at the store? Yeah. Um, you know, two things that are pretty helpful is um, the first thing is I always, I always tell them, you know, the faster we go, the more we work together, the faster, you know, the faster the process is going to be. Not that we're dying to get out, but, you know, instead of just dawdling. And, and I have been known to do that, too. <laughs> I get a little distracted sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, but so that's one thing. And then I will always just say, OK, you guys, you know, please, let's be on our best behavior. You know, and it's it's one of those things I kind of equate it to when you were a kid and you would rather have been punished than have your parents be disappointed in you. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of like sets the bar of, all right, you know, mom means business. Like, let's just, let's just try to try to act like reasonable people here. Um, it doesn't always work, but you know, most of the time, most of the time it does help out. So, um, and then getting their help when they're in there, I find that if they're just kind of standing there, that's when they're going to get into trouble. So really incorporating them into the process, because that's also why while you're bringing them, um, you know, getting involved in the produce section, like, all right, can you guys pick out what kind of apples do you guys want, you know, get X amount of them. And, um, and, you know, of course, if you, if you haven't, maybe you want to repeat, you know, you don't want to look for soft spots, or, you know, look for, you know, don't look for these, whatever. And, and having them help you with that, or, you know, what kind of pick out what kind of greens you guys want, if, you know, pick out some kind of vegetable, whatever. Um, incorporating them in that. And again, that's, that just ends up being a time saver for you. So getting them involved, um, bulk is always a fun section with the scooping and, mm-hmm. and labeling. Um, you know, I, I have to jump in with that one sometimes if we're noticing any spillage, but, um, <laughs> incorporate them in there. Um, going, moving, moving again around our grocery store in the order that it goes, right. Um, the meat department, they're not generally that interested. So I'll send them down to dairy, which is, you know, where I can still see them and you got to do whatever you're comfortable with. If, if you're okay with that, they'll pick out the yogurts and that they want and, you know, bring them back. Hey, are they on sale? Or what's the price of them? And, and just reinforcing that whole price checking <clears throat> and then working through the aisles, you know, maybe, you didn't know that something was on sale that does happen to be on sale and and you guys decide together that you want to include that and really just involving them in, in the process, um, in different ways, I feel like helps keep them focused. It saves you time. And, um, that's, that's my best suggestion for avoiding 
any of the other things that are going to potentially be hiccups in your process. Wonderful. So, okay. So what do you think, <clears throat> I guess, kind of like an overarching question to this entire topic? And and I think we kind of, you kind of hit on some of these and so far in our conversation, but what do you think the benefits short and long-term are to involving your kids in this process? Yeah. I, and again, I, I agree. I feel like we've talked about some of them, but just kind of to reiterate, um, the spending time together is, is something that I really value myself. You know, it's a job that needs to be done. And, you know, at some point they're going to be adults, they're going to need to do these things themselves. So I feel like taking them and involving them, um, I think is, is just a benefit for everybody. It's that time that you're spending together, but it's also just setting them up for the future. Um, and the time management aspect, again, I, I know I mentioned that, but, um, if for me personally, it's, I've, I've got that choice of doing it in the daytime when they're at school. Um, my kids are all in, in school right now. I, I could essentially do that if I wanted to, or I can take them with me. And, you know, I, I, think that the benefits that we touched on with, you know, the numbers and the, the communication and all that type of thing, I think they really are, um, something that, that are, are great for the kids. So opting for that is something that, that I do suggest, um, building their knowledge and confidence by bringing them with you. So we talked about seasonality and just educating them on why certain foods are, are maybe ones that you would choose over others. You know, why do you choose organic? Why do you choose local? Why do you, you know, whatever it is that, that your belief system is and, and why you're picking different products. Why are you, why are you choosing them? You know, why, why are some of the prices going up? You know, what's going on to, you know, to change some of those things. Why did, you know, the bread used to be $2 and now it's two fifty. you know, things like that. Just teaching them how to shop smarter, how to shop wiser, how to pick certain fruits and vegetables and, and make those buying decisions, I think, um, is giving them the knowledge, but it's also giving them the confidence that they're going to be using in the future too. Um, and then of course, showing them a process from start to finish. You we start the process by looking for certain recipes, we're making a plan, we're, you know, creating a list, and then we're going and bringing it to fruition. So um, that whole thing, I think is, is beneficial. I think, um, you know, like, you know, one or two of my kids is, they, they definitely can procrastinate and helping them along and seeing that process through is something that I think um, is helpful for them. So I guess those are, those are some of them aside from the big one that, that it's a life skill that they're going to need to do when they're older. And I don't know, I think, I, I think all of us as parents and caregivers can really just try to help set them up for their future. For sure. And I think that it's a good point that has come up several times now is that we truly are preparing our kids to be able to go out and be productive citizens in this world and make these choices and to plan financially. And so I think while, you know, eating healthy and making the smart choices is part of it all, um, it's a bigger picture, you know, when we talk about going, the kids going to the grocery store um, mm -hmm. with us. So, okay, so do you use, I know it's all, all the rage, I guess, if you, do you use any online grocery services? And do you see a way as this trend kind of gets to be bigger to involve kids in this process as well? You know, I personally 
don't use a lot of the online um, the online grocery services. I am somewhat of a control freak. Like I, I like to pick out my apples or, you know, have my kids pick out the apples. I don't, that's just a personal preference. Right. Um, so I like to go to the store and I, again, I, I like taking my kids with me. I like grocery shopping. I guess I'm probably not in the norm, but I do like the whole process. So, um, I'm sure that in future years, as the offerings continue to grow, I'll, I'll probably start using them more. Um, I do use Thrive Market since I like their selection and their prices. They aren't necessarily providing everything that I need, but for a lot of pantry type items, I will use Thrive Market. Um, I have, and so for that one, I'll have my kids look up a product on Thrive compared to Amazon. You know, which one has a better price? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll ask them to even call one of the grocery stores to see what their price is. And again, that's, that's secretively, I'm just trying to get them to pick up the phone and, and actually talk to somebody. Right, since, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're not really big on that. So, um, but I loved what you suggested in, in looking at that app also. And that's, a, I think that's a great way looking at an app, like a, a couponing or a, a discounting kind of um, app and involving them in that area too. So, yeah. And I think that even with the, um, you know, the online grocery services, you still have to make a list, you still need to prepare, um, you know, for the week, and you still need to look at prices and, you know, make those decisions. So I feel like if someone is, un- you know, unable to get to the grocery store, and they are using those online services, I think a lot of what we talked about today can still be a- applicable to that, you know, involving them in the process, you know, to, um, get to that end result that you're looking for. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I have been, I am with you. I like to grocery shop and I like to pick my produce for sure. Um, but I have bent a little bit and have been doing some online things, you know, that are the staples in the house, the paper towels or whatever, you know, I may need that. I don't really have to be there to, to touch them, <laughs> to choose them. Right. So I've caved a little bit, but I don't know if I, if I'll, fully go all the way we'll see yet to be determined but I and I genuinely am like you I I like going to the grocery store I enjoy it's something I enjoy um Mm -hmm. so you're not alone um (laughs) okay so so final question um so let's say you know someone is just looking to get started this is a scary thing for them what can you what are some kind of kickoff tips um that you could give to get someone started and maybe someone who hasn't done this from the beginning and and wants to take the plunge. Sure. Okay. So first off, like if you're, if this is brand new to you, you know, whether your kids are really young or maybe you just haven't been taking them, then it's, it's going to be a change. So, you know, take a deep breath. Um, and and I'm going to be honest, there might be a few bumps, like we said, but I think we can both, attest to the fact that it's, it's going to work out. You know, I I think we we can pretty confidently say that things are going to work out. So take a deep breath. Um, it's going to be an adjustment. Start by including them, um, from the get go in some of that planning. Again, you know, if you want to have them pick out a recipe, if you want to have them make their own little list and take ownership of that, when you get to the store, you know, if they're, if they're really young, you're going to go out, go together and pick out those items together. They think they take great pride in, feeling like they're a part of the process. Mm -hmm. So not just kind of having them by your side, but really, really engaging them as well. Um, And, you know, on your way there, on your way home, 
have conversations with them, you know, try to try to turn the screens off and have conversations about, you know, what you're, whether it relates to the grocery store or not, you know, there might be like a teachable moment, something somewhere in there, or just that bonding time. And so that they are going to feel like this is really an experience. They're getting to spend some time with you while you're doing this. Um, when you get home, have them help unload and put the groceries away. It's, it's again, part of that whole process. And, um, you know, it helps them to see where things go and understand what all goes into this this whole thing of grocery shopping and, and planning food for the week. Um, and, you know, maybe they can make a snack out of something that you got. Maybe they can help prepare their lunch with some stuff that you guys have purchased. Um, make sure that you thank them for their help. You know, back to we've, we've, or, you know, I at least, I feel like I'm asking them for, you know, to be respectful little human beings when we go in the store and just the same, I'm grateful that they came with me and they spent time with me and that they have helped along the way too. So, you know, make sure to thank them for that. I I think that again, they feel kind of empowered by that and and feel like they've been a real help. So, um, and the last thing is don't get discouraged. Um, I have a funny story. My, my third daughter one time, horror of all horror, she knocked over a bulk bin at the store. <laughs> I'm, I'm to be totally honest. She, she climbed on it and dumped it over. I mean, it was, oh, it was okay. awful. It was your nightmare. It's not probably not something I should end with, but you know what? We kept on going. Um, and so it, it, it does work out. And she, I gotta say, she's one of my best helpers when we go to the store now. So just, you know, try to not get discouraged and, and keep moving forward. I think we all have one of those stories. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be, we wouldn't be parents if we didn't have one of those stories. (laughs) Right, right. Wonderful. Um, Well, thank you so much, Karen, for coming on today and talking to us. I think this was a really awesome topic. Thank you for suggesting it. And hopefully, we can chat again here on the podcast. It's been a, a real pleasure talking with you. And can you tell us where our listeners can find you on online and in social media? Yes. And you know what? Thank you so much for, for having me. I really, I really appreciate it. Um, my site is easyrealfood.com. And I'm on Instagram with that same, same name for the handle, Easy Real Food. And I'm on Facebook at Real Food Easy. So um, thank you again, Amanda. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Karen. Thanks for listening in today. I'm already looking forward to my next grocery shopping trip with my kids. I'm thinking about it all a little differently and excited to implement some of these new ideas from today's conversation. The holidays are here. They're upon us. Don't forget to download the free Festive Flavors ebook available now at produceforkids.com slash festive flavors and it's free so go over there those these recipes were developed by our team here at produce for kids approved by a registered dietitian they are your traditional holiday meals yummy tasty just with some healthy swaps so don't feel like you're going to get something completely brand new that maybe your family might not be totally into if they're used to those more traditional holiday meals. But what we did was we really took those traditions and just 
added some healthy, healthier options and some healthy, healthy swaps for some of those ingredients. So again, it's produceforkids.com slash festive flavors. And then we also have several holiday links that we'll include in the show notes so that in case you're you're looking for some party ideas, some gift ideas, appetizers, things like that, we'll link up to those in the show notes, as well as, um, you know, anything that we talked about in today's conversation that we need to link up to some of those how-to um, blog posts and different posts that we might have from Kieran. So as you know, in, in addition to helping families live a healthier life, Produce for Kids is dedicated to raising funds for charities that benefit families and children. I do encourage all of you listening, um, you know, any time of the year, but maybe especially this time of year when it's hard for families who are facing challenges um, financially when the holidays are upon us. We really want to encourage all of you to get out there, visit your local food bank or local nonprofit to find out how you can give back this holiday season. There's usually, you know, volunteer opportunities for families, and it's a great way to to share something with your kids and really get them kind of in the mode, um, you know, heading down the path of understanding how to give back to your community. So if you can, please leave us a rating in the app store and tell a friend about the Healthy Family Project. The bigger we make the project, the bigger difference we can make in the health of our families. If you're looking for us on social media, you can find us at um, on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram, as well as YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.